Hello, everybody. This is Isaiah for the Procrastination for this, the week of October 12th, I believe. Sure. Yeah. Last week was the 5th. So t- yes, 12th. Let's just say it is. Okay. Um, Ed is currently out of commission for the next couple of weeks. He just started a new job. Um, so we have to figure out his schedule before we can go into a new thing. But until then, we have uh, our friend Miguel. Hey there. And then, of course... Uh, Dan. Yep, we're all here. Um, He's the Miguel is the one that, that runs our Twitter. Yeah, and for those of you who don't follow the Twitter, you should. It's at uh, Procrast Podcast on Twitter. Um, I think people that follow Twitters are pretty cool. Just see? throwing that out there. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 he'll show you love, we promise. Don't you want him to think you're cool? Yeah. Um, you do want that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this week, special little beginning to this we started with a um with a first procrastination movie review um movie yeah. review <laughs> uh, <laughs> this past tuesday i actually got to see goosebumps um the movie uh it co- actually comes out this friday um this is it, it was a it was an interesting movie it was you know sorry jack black um Jack Black actually does two roles. He plays the role of um, of R.L. Stein, as well as um, Slappy, the puppet. So, kind of like a yin and a yang, how like R.L. Stein is the good half, Slappy's the bad half. And um, the way I put it, this movie is very cheesy, mm-hmm. it's very formulaic, but that works to its favor. Because if you've ever read a Goosebumps book, it's always that same thing. And um, I love... One of the best lines I think Arl Stein has in the thing is like, there are three points to every story. The beginning, the middle, and the twist. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how every Goosebumps book. Even, like, yeah, like there, w- there never was an ending. It was always that that uh, that trying to be uh, the Twilight Zone where everyone gets effed up in the end. Yeah. And then you wrote a sequel to the book and everyone was fine. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> he was a yeah. Shyamalan before Shyamalan. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, it was fun. And a lot of the characters, you'll, you'll, you'll recognize a lot of the characters because they mention a bunch of them by name. The Abominable Snowman of Pasadena, Beware the Lawn Gnomes. Um, but you'll see like a bunch that you don't, you might not know the book title and they never say the book title but you'll recognize you're like oh that's the guy from that one mm-hmm. and in some cases there were ones where i wasn't quite sure what book it was from but i knew it was one like there was this one beast that i saw and i'm like i don't know if that's the mud monster from you can't scare me or if that's the plant monster from stay out of the basement <laughs> <laughs> well was it made of mud or was it a plant well it was dark so you couldn't really tell like you just okay. see like you just see like something shuffling towards them yeah and like you know there's the they specifically say there are ghouls chasing them Instead mm-hmm. of uh, instead of zombies, because I don't think there's ever been a zombie Goosebumps book. Yeah, but there have, not. there have been ones that have ghouls in them. And uh, when he says, uh, there's a scene, like you've seen in the trailers, there's the giant uh, mantis. Mm-hmm. And there's a part where he says, I don't remember writing about a giant mantis. It's because he never calls it a mantis. The book that it's from is a shocker on Shock Street. Nice. <laughs> so... You don't remember it because that wasn't what it was called in the book. Yeah. And... Um, it was just, it was really good. A lot of good cameos in it. Um, a lot of things you'll, like, like if you look around the movie set, you'll see, like, oh, that's from this book, or oh, that could be a, a, a thing to this book, and stuff yeah. like that, which is really, really fun. And um, the way I see it, if you're, if you're, if you grew up on Goosebumps, go see it. If you have, um, I want to say preteen kids, because this isn't a movie you'd want to take five, six year olds to. Um, it's it's still a little too scary for them, but uh, the but the preteen set it'd be it'd be perfectly fine for. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I I I thoroughly enjoy it. I suggest you go see it uh, if you fit in like if you fit in those parameters. And if not, then like and but you still want to check it out? By all means, like it's not a it's not a must see. Yeah, any stretch of the but imagination. It's a good movie. It's a fun movie. It's a good movie. Like no, it's not going to win an Academy Award by any stretch of the imagination. No. But it's a good popcorn flick. And and I think that that's that's something that that's good in this day and age kind of thing. Yeah. So, cool. I, cool. I give I give it um, I give it seven thumbs up out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> How many goosebumps did it give you though? <laughs> um, the 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 bumps did goose me. I, I will I will say that. Um, that's another thing too. Is the, um, I went to go see it 
via the Nerdist, they had a uh, they had a special uh, pre-screen advanced screening of the film, and before that, they showed a uh, a special Goosebumps music video that they made with the help of Jack Black and Malik Forte, who Malik Forte is uh, the guy that does their video game segments on on their Nerdist YouTube channel, uh. and they had him dress up like basically a MC Hammer type, okay, in a song called "The Bumps Gonna Goose Ya." <laughs> Which is like, such a great throwback. It's online now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it came out the day after we saw it. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. so you can, you can go check that out at the Nerdist uh, um, YouTube channel. And, and yeah, that was fun. The movie was fun. We, got, we even got a little Q&A with Jack Black after, afterwards. It, he was cool. He was talking about like how he did this because he likes watching the old Universal monsters uh, with his kids. Mm-hmm. You know, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Boris Karloff, Frankenstein, Bela Lugosi, Dracula, and those. And in this day and age, those aren't scary movies. But right? like, they're 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 fun. They're a little creepy, but they're not scary. No. Yeah. And and he's like, and I can't take my kids to the horror movies nowadays because Jesus Christ, it's it's either scary or gorn, gory porn. You know, like. Mm. And and so like that, he made this movie as a way, like you know, I can take my kids to see this. We can all watch it. We can all enjoy it. It's fun. Yeah, that's the cool thing about kids' movies because they're always going to come out because there's always an actor or a writer or somebody that wants to make something for their kids. Yeah, and 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 a good and a good kids' movie will always have that one joke or like a good series of jokes that, that adults can get and kids think that they get, but they don't. Yeah, th- those are the best ones. Is when a kid thinks, "Oh, because of this," and it's like, nope, like, hmm. <laughs> like uh, when uh, in Shrek, best example, uh, Lord Farquaad's tower. It's like he thinks highly of himself. Oh, I get it because it's a big tower, and like the parents, are like because it looks like a dick. <laughs> compensating. Yeah, exactly. Do they actually say compensating in the movie? I think they do. Actually, they do. <laughs> and I'm just now realizing it was a dick joke. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> I know. Uh, Good times. Good yeah. times. So Pee Wee Herman is the penguin's father. Wait, wait, wait. Again, for, for, Go- for Gotham. Oh yeah, wasn't he in the in uh, Batman Returns? Yep. Shh. I, didn't, I for, completely forgot <laughs> yeah. about that. And the funny thing was, I think like uh, I forget who. I think it might have been the actual Pee Wee uh, Twitter account uh-huh. posted that Paul Rubens will play the da- and then they just shot an image and I'm like, oh, he looks like. And now I'm like wondering, wait, was that the one for Batman? Returns? It probably was. <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty interesting that they're, they're doing it. Like, like, but I mean. Even then, he does look like Robin Taylor or Robin Lord Taylor. I don't remember his name. Like what? Like like the guy who plays actor. Penguin. Yeah, yeah, the actor. He, he they do look very similar. At least with with Batman Returns, I think it was that Tim Burton connection. Since Tim Burton directed Pee Wee's Big Adventure, oh, right. that that's why that's why Paul Rubens is in was in Batman Returns for that, that for that cameo. A lot about that movie now. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Batman Batman Returns both Tim Burton, so it's like, and then yeah, and I think. PB's Big Adventure was actually the first direct the directorial debut of Tim Burton, um, like at least in a major motion picture. Oh. Uh, and that, but then, um, and it was also Danny Elfman's first uh, musical score. Oh, really? Yeah, that that was his, he. He genuine like I remember they had an interview with uh, with Danny Elfman a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how like I'm I, I I do a band like at this time he was still doing Oingo Boingo. He's like I don't do orchestral stuff and like they're like look no just just do one just turn just, it in like do it yeah so. yeah so he did he, he made he made a, a comp- <laughs> here's a check yeah he made a composition he's like whatever he says the only reason why he is now um the 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 composer that he is is because he was too scared to take back his demo tape from for Pee-wee's big adventure really yeah he had turned it in and he tells his managers like I changed my mind. Tell him to take it back. I take it back. He's like, look, you tell him to take it back. I'm already, I'm already too deep into this. You take it back. And he's like, mm, he didn't want to take it back, so they, they kept yeah. it and he got the job. Because uh, uh, didn't he start to lose his hearing later? So that's why he, he yeah, that's he, why he, he that's why he completely abandoned Oigo Boingo because he had yeah. to, he can't he can't really do it. Um, and like, oh man, I kind of wanted to go to this, but like, I know it's like it's it's either it's a too expensive. Uh-huh. And B probably already sold out. They're having on on Halloween night. They're having at the Hollywood Bowl a uh, live performance of Nightmare Before Christmas. Huh? They're going to be showing the movie on on like a big projected screen. And when the music comes in, they're going to have a full eighty-five piece orchestra playing the music. And Danny Elfman and I think four other singers 
will be out there singing the music when the songs come. That's awesome. That sounds fantastic. Where, where is it again? It's at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, uh, and it's and it's the weekend of, and it's on Halloween night. Wow, that is awesome. So like, um, but like, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure those tickets got to be upwards of like 120, maybe yeah, 200. Yeah, probably. Bucks. We could just sneak in. <laughs> and um, and yeah, it's it's a good. It, it's just such an uh, an amazing idea for sure. And it's funny too because he was talking about when he came up with that because mm-hmm. before they actually had a. Um, Danny Elfman had a thing where they were playing all of his music, like just like just from Pee Wee to Beetlejuice to like all of the movies that he's done uh, in, and stuff like that, all the big movies that he's known for. Yeah. And uh, one day he just threw that idea out there because he wanted to. Him and Tim Burton had visited Japan, and he didn't know how big of a thing Nightmare Before Christmas oh, is it's, in Japan. It's big. He's like, <laughs> um, the creator of One Piece. It's his third favorite movie. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm thinking that's where, where the character of Brooke comes from, the skeleton. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and he goes, um, he goes like, I go over there, and I, I see Nightmare Before Christmas merchandise that I have never seen before. And um, and so I throw the, and, and I want to go back to, to Japan, and, I, and I, I tell one of my, like, one of the people that, like, he, he runs stuff by, like, like to see if who would, who would take it. Mm-hmm. It's, like, about about doing what he's doing at Hollywood Bowl on, in, on, October, on October 31st, mm-hmm. and doing that in Japan. Ah. But this is this is before what he's doing now. Like this mm-hmm. was like a year ago, and he's like six months later. I get a phone call saying, "Hey, they want to do your show." And he's like, "What? What show?" <laughs> he completely <laughs> forgotten that he pitched it. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> so he did like two shows in Tokyo, and it was it was such a big hit that I think he's doing one in L.A., mm-hmm. which is that one, and I think he's doing one in New York. It's kind of crazy how many things happen just because somebody wants to go back to a country, especially Japan a lot, but some of the other countries too. Yeah. But they just say, I just want to go back there. I'm going to come up with something to do. <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I need an excuse. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, like, uh, yeah, there's like, was Nicolas Cage doing all those pachinko commercials and like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that was that a, a three white boys in Japan song from? Oh yeah, <laughs> did, from the Lonely Island. Yeah, I think they actually went, didn't they? No, but, no, no. But, there's no but that's, that's the yeah. concept. <laughs> is, is they just wrote a song about them being in Japan so they can make a music video? <laughs> there's one random shot in Hawaii. <laughs> so that way they're gonna... uh, <laughs> and it's all on it's all on Universal Records dime. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Back to the penguin. No, no, no. <laughs> no yeah, I just really like I'm, when they do that, though. Yeah, I'm ex- I, I, I'm excited for this season just because I want to see, like, what villains they pull out. Because mm-hmm. I mean, it, at the same time, I don't want them to pull out, like, like big name. Like, I don't think Jonathan Crane should exist. I don't think the Scarecrow should exist in this universe. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's. I think they should just keep it to like the the street level villains. Like, I like the idea of Zaz because Zaz isn't super villainy enough. He's yeah. cheesy enough to where he's a Batman villain, but he's not—he's not over the top enough. Well, didn't they already do Jonathan Crane's dad? I feel like they did. Well, they, they did. did. If they—if they did Crane's dad, that's one thing. If they did yeah. Crane, they haven't done. It's a completely focused like, on me. him. Like, yeah. like, like, like once you start going into gas and stuff like that, like, like Black Mask to me was a good idea for a villain to put into Gotham. Yeah, um, Zaz is a good idea. Uh, but you can't do like Mr. Freeze or anything yeah, yeah. Like you, that. Can't, you can't do Freeze. You can't do like. The ones that do these big grandiose plans that that like kill everybody, which is why it's gonna be weird with Riddler. Like, like Riddler makes some really big ass plans, <laughs> and um, yeah, but it's fine. Everybody's gotta start somewhere, so he doesn't have to get to that point yet. Yeah, yeah. I, I assume that's that's more of a Batman thing anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, I did like at the end of season one when he actually put a clue. Into the suicide note that he wrote. Oh uh, yeah, one. and then he, was, then she noticed it, right? Or didn't somebody notice it? No, no. He at the very end, like he just walks up to it, pushes oh, it in to yeah. show like the the answer, and then puts it away. He's like, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I got away with it. I put in, I put like right in front of your face that I did it, and you didn't even notice. <laughs> and um, like that was cool. And I, I've always loved the Riddler. I always thought that he was a good he was a good villain, just executed poorly. Yeah. Like I remember, I think uh, Kyle Rayner, the Green Lantern, put it in perspective once. He called him. Uh, he's a look at me. I'm a sociopath of the rhyming dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I have, I have a question for you, Isaiah. Yes. Well, for everybody, but for Isaiah with the graph, like, what is the film uh, that Rick Moranis has been in that made the most money? I I want to say Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. 
The Flintstones. The Flintstones? Okay. The, the Flintstones. Flintstones. Yes, it made $353 million. But, but, but it's, really, it's really just because it was adjusted for inflation. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure Ghostbusters would, would top it a little if, if it was, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, 10 years is a big difference in, in how much money, th- you know. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. true. I, I, I was thinking Ghostbusters, but then I was like, it sounds like too easy of an answer. I was like, going to say Spaceballs. <laughs> oh, yeah, Spaceballs. Like... <laughs> It would have been even weirder if it was like one of the more obscure. No, it was My Blue Heaven with uh, Stephen. With, uh, it did really well with, overseas. With Steve Martin. That's, that's Yeah. There's merchandise I've never seen before in Japan. <laughs> uh, they all sell that, that pompadour kind of haircut that Steve Martin had as a wig. And it's just like. Um, yeah, it was just it was just interesting a fact that I saw. Sometimes I'm reading articles and I'll just see something and I, I can't. I don't really feel like talking about the whole article, but I see that one thing and I'm like, what? Like. <laughs> Yeah, because it was just about how he's he's trying to come back. Oh yeah, like he wants to start acting again. Well, um, I mean, his kids are probably all moved out that, by now. That's what like, it is, and is like that, that was be, the whole reason why he left. Because his wife died, right, and he yeah. wanted to take care of his kids. It's been like it was eighteen years, but it's, it's, his kids are grown up now. Yeah, but then it's like then he turned down uh, to be in the Ghostbusters. He said he thought it would be weird. He yeah. he wasn't offered a role. He was offered a, a, a like a walk on a cameo. And he's like, I don't want to go all the way over there and just for 10, 15 seconds. Uh, I don't like, I don't care. Just for a true. cameo, just because I was in a movie like years ago. That's what he said. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, like I mean, I I kind of liked um, when they brought him back in the comics. Like there was this whole story where like basically um, Gozer's sibling. Is has come in and Gozer's and like I, I don't want to say brother or sister because there really was no gender given. Yeah. So um, so but this one is like while Gozer's the god of chaos, this one is just the god of death, and it's like it it it, it will stop at nothing to kill the Ghostbusters, but then Jeez. it just gets bored and it's like ah oh, whatever I'm done. <laughs> like just like walks away. <laughs> That's what happened. Like they straight they straight up they did everything. They crossed the streams on it. It's like look, Gozer was weaker than me. Whatever. Like you know like you see all of existence blinked out. It's like. Just steps her fingers and existence comes back. It's like you can't just do that to me. Like you can't do the same thing and expect it to work again. Ouch. Like, and then it repossesses Dana and Lewis, even though like Lewis, I think, moved to Philadelphia. And it's like they're completely unrelated to the story. Yeah, but but because they're responsible for Gozer. Yeah. Like she, it, she take she grabs both of them. It was an interesting tale, and like and like at the end, it's like I'm I'm going back to Philly. Like, <laughs> I moved away to get away from this crap. <laughs> right, I want to keep jumping around here. <laughs> we just this little selling bratwurst now. Is uh, that commercial? Yeah, I think I, I want to say it's for Oktoberfest, like just for yeah. the month of October. They kind of hint that, and oh. then if it sells well, go into it. Just kind of interesting because they, they haven't really ever sold any actual like food from that region. Yeah, so it's yeah, just been a hot true. dog since they came out. Yeah, it's like you know they they completely get the name wrong like in multiple ways. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it's 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 Derwinersitzel and it, it's the uh, the male pronoun for the so it should be das das Yeah. And then they made it one word when it's actually two words. Mm-hmm. Also, they don't sell Rizitzel even though they have their name that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole different kind of food. It's like fried and stuff. Well, that's why they dropped the der. Yeah. Um, and years ago, because like people were saying, like you you know that that's the female version, right? But even having it even having it as 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 one word is wrong because yeah. <laughs> because instead of being what it, you know what it is, it's actually. Uh, as one word, it can it can uh, suggest that natives of Vienna, who are the, you know, the ween, the, uh-huh. the win, have been uh, processed as schnitzel. <laughs> so you're basically saying that you turn the people of Vienna into schnitzel. I think the reason they did that was so they could trademark it. Uh, yeah. Because if it, if it's two words, if it's wiener schnitzel, then it's, then it's too food. generic of a noun. It'd be like opening up a restaurant and calling it hamburgers. Yeah, and trying to trademark it. Yeah, like <laughs> like sense. like how sci-fi became seafy, like seafy. <laughs> Um, because you can't trademark a genre, so that's why they had to change it to SYFY. Uh, that way that happened. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, that, that's why all the that's why all the other channels that were genre related, they mm-hmm. all made sure that they're not just named the genre. Like, there's no channel called horror. What's, what's Nat Geo's defense? Well, they're, they're named after the magazine National Geographic. Yeah, I know, but they used to be National Geographic, another Nat Geo, and because they want to be cool and shorten the name. <laughs> it's like it's like, hey, you want to watch National Geographic? I'm already bored. Like, <laughs> What's on YouTube? Yeah, exactly. You want to watch Nat Geo? All right, cool, whatever. What's up, my fellow kids? <laughs> if, the, if the name takes longer to say than a vine, then you're too long. <laughs> we're, 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 we're that generation of bite-sized increments. Everything. Or what, is, what does Homer say when they're talking about Bachman Turner Overdrive? He's like, it's PTO. They're, they're, they're Canada's answer to ELO. The biggest hit was TCB. That's how we talk in the 70s. We had 
<laughs> we're always on the run. Uh, like, yeah, and like, 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 there's no horror channel. It's not called horror. It's called chiller. And then, like, you know, like anyone that's a, that's a specific genre or something, they made sure it was a word that is, that suggests that genre but isn't the genre. Yeah, and that's why that that's why sci-fi was kind of like. Kind of like worked C- itself C- into a corner. Yeah, because <laughs> then you can't really call um, sci-fi a shorter thing like like spaceships and monsters network. Spaceships <laughs> and monsters network. I would watch the hell out of that. <laughs> yeah, and then they call it Sam. <laughs> it has to have at least five seconds of spaceships and monsters, <laughs> otherwise. Or just a guy named Sam for about an hour. Quantum <laughs> and, leap marathon. <laughs> and when the monster, and when the true monster is man, that doesn't count. It has to be an actual monster. Turns out it's man. Or what was it when everyone says, like, Frankenstein was a scientist, not the monster. And then Mary Shelley even said, like, that's why I made two monsters. One was a scientist. It's like, oh, shh. That's my favorite favorite quote is the, um, (laughs) the real monster isn't the scientist. The true monster is me pointing this out instead of letting you talk. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love I love to um, when it comes to, to Frankenstein. Did you ever see like, the the most recent season of Supernatural? Uh, no, nope. <laughs> like, like it was funny. I, I am on like season four. <laughs> it was funny because for that season there was a good like four or five episodes where you think this is going to be the main villain of the season, and mm-hmm. then it just like died out quick. And it was this family of Frankenstein's, and what they did was they killed people, took their organs, and it was basically a more morbid version of Dark Harvest from uh, uh, Invader Zim. Yeah, it's like you know I have five livers connected, seven kidneys, three hearts, and then like, I am the most human. And you want to know how they how they how they ended it? How? Spoiler alert! Um, jump ahead 20 seconds they just shot him in the head well you have three hearts you have four kidneys you still have one brain yeah (laughs) and 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 that was the that was the shortest monster season ever (laughs) so they just moved to a new monster for the season well that's anticlimactic that's what made it funny to me it's like four seasons and just blam Also, I'm hoping we time that out right so where you say spoiler alert, jump ahead 20 seconds, and then it cuts to me saying, Well, that was anticlimactic. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> edit that. Edit <laughs> Make in, it happen. Edit in silence. Hold on, hold on. Let's, let's, let's give like, like three seconds. <coughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, yeah. Was, was there any uh, news you guys wanted to talk about from New York Comic Con? You guys hear anything interesting? The one thing that bugged me was um, when when I was reading all those articles about Brian Cranston says he wants to be a Marvel villain, and I'm thinking to myself, "Ooh, what villain is he gonna be?" Yeah. I'm thinking Green. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, I was thinking that, like Green Goblin. Like. Yeah, exactly. Like he could Ooh. he could play the sh- the shit out of a bunch of great either Spidey villains or because now that Spidey is kinda in the Marvel Cinematic oh, yeah, Universe, he's... and yeah. or like you know even going into Thor's villains or or. Um, Who's another good like I'm trying to think of a good movie that's coming out soon. Like Captain America three, I'm like Captain America, who does he have? If, if he could Dr. be Baron Zemo. Doctor Strange, maybe he could do like a Dormammu. Ooh. Brian Cranston Dormammu. But then he says, I want to be Mr. Sinister. I'm like, damn it. Yeah, because then you gotta be in the X-Men universe. Yeah, you gotta be in the X-Men universe. That's not Marvel Cinematic. And that's hit or miss. Like, yeah. Like no matter how how well you act it, you still gotta go by the script. Yeah, you, you, you can you can you'll either be the greatest one or history's greatest monster. Like Yeah. Are you are you uh are you freaking um was x-men 2 like like are you colonel striker from x-men 2 because that was a badass that movie. was a good role or are you going to be the cartoon claws that wolverine had because they had to rush the special effects because the movie looked on <laughs> uh, fun fact i've never seen the finished version i already had the leaked one <laughs> and i refuse to see the regular no, it's too good. No, no. just watch the regular one watch it when it's on like cable uh-huh. for just for just that one scene when he's at the farmhouse and he looks at his claws when he's in when he's in the, the bathroom yeah. and he destroys yeah <laughs> and he destroys that he destroys the sink and shit um he looks at him and they look like they're from who framed roger rabbit like when eddie valiant pulls out the singing sword and it turns out to be frank sinatra uh, that's oh, what geez. his claws look like in that movie he like pulls in, out in the that claws and they're all wise cracking at him yeah exactly <laughs> where'd he go i don't know try swinging me to the left oh god <laughs> anybody see my foot <laughs> oh yeah it's, it's, 
they announced that uh, pretty, uh, Jesse Eisenberg, uh-huh. he's going to be doing, uh, he's not playing Lex, which is interesting. He's playing Alexander Luther Jr. He's playing Lex's son. Oh, wow. Which is interesting. So I guess I guess Lex is going in in line with uh, Batman. You know, Batman's been around for a while, according to that movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's actually Lex's son. People are saying like, is he actually going to be just Lex's son, or is he going to be like in the comic where you find out that like Lex somehow put his mind into his body because he was dying? Remember oh, that, yeah. that whole thing happened. Yeah, it was back weird. in the '90s or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, that's why he's that one. That's why he has the hair too. Still, well, just so long the as the red hair. Just so long as they don't make him into. Um, the Alexander Luther of Earth Three, where now suddenly he's a good guy. <laughs> oh yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like I want him. I want him evil. <laughs> I was like, fun fact: Did you know that uh, that Superman's original arch nemesis was not supposed to be Lex Luthor? Right, it was supposed to be the other. What well, was it supposed to be Lex? But it was a different guy. Yeah, it was or the Ultra what? Humanite. Oh, okay. um, if you if you watched uh, Justice League, he was the white gorilla with the big brain. Who had the gorilla first, oh, Superman yeah. or Flash? Uh, I want to say, I want to say Superman. No, I want to say Flash did. But Ultra Humanite was originally what he was was he was a crippled human, hmm. and he just put his brain into a gorilla. And I think he put his brain in the gorilla in the eighties. And Gorilla Grodd's been around since the sixties. Uh-huh. Because um, the whole the whole thing was is that the Ultra Humanite was basically. Um, the exact opposite of Superman, where Superman was an ultra-powerful alien. Uh, the Humanite was a weak, crippled man. So it's so it like that one movie, Unbreakable. Exactly. Mr. Glass versus uh, okay. uh, Bruce Willis. Uh, oh. uh, and, and yeah, that's essentially how it was. And that's But then like people were like, oh, this, this guy's more interesting. Yeah. But then they made Humanite into, I think, Power Girl's arch nemesis? Mm. Which which makes sense considering Power Girl is from the forties, so it would yeah. kind of their timeline their timeline still sync up. Yeah, mm. it seems kind of interesting though. They're, like I hear that they're trying to make uh, this this Lex more of like a uh, like his character in the in the Facebook movie. Okay, where he's basically he's, he's all about computers and stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, people are thinking that it might it might lead into a little bit of a Brainiac thing going on since Lex tends to have connections with Brainiac. A lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems interesting. I'm I'm just I'm just excited that they're that like for once Lex will seem like a like a like a good threat in a live action Superman film because like freaking I'm sorry like the, the like, old ones as much as I loved the Christopher I love Reeve the movies, old ones but yeah he was not the he best was such Lex. a cheesy villain and then even oh, in Pittsburgh? Superman even in Superman Returns he was still, he was still pretty cheesy. I always love the fact that in Arkham Knight they reference one yeah. of the cities in in Gotham City is Otisburg and if you ever play if you ever watch the first Superman movie hmm. his whole plan was to melt the polar ice caps so all of the desert property that he bought off the, uh, in California will now be oceanfront property and you see like Lexington and Le- like all these cities named Lex something. Yeah. And there's one in, in in giant permanent marker that just says Otisburg. Uh-huh. And like he just looks at, at, at his minion, Otis. <laughs> Otisburg? He's like, well, you already had so many cities, I figured I, I could, could have, have just one. one. He's like, <laughs> Otisburg! Like, he just like yells it out. And <laughs> Otisburg is one of the sub subsections nice. of Gotham City in Arkham Knight. I, I love freaking it. love That's it so great. much. Oh, man. Um... Oh yeah, they actually said some interesting things about the Wonder Woman movie too. Oh, was up with that? I kind of feel like they're going with like the Gods and Monsters uh, comic that they did for Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. Basically, Wonder Woman is supposed to take place in three different time periods. Ah, uh-huh. it's gonna start off, you know, um, with her being young or born or whatever on the on the island, and then the middle of the movie is gonna uh, take place during World War One apparently. Uh-huh. Uh and people are saying that, that, that like like why why World War One, not World War Two? And people are thinking that, that, that they didn't want to cross over against Captain America doing yeah. that kind of thing already. So yeah, World War One, and then the third part will be her her actually in the in the main uh, main day with Superman and Batman. Right, that's cool. I'm and, I'm wondering how she's gonna be created. Is she are we gonna go Golden Age where she was a um where she was made of clay, mm-hmm. even Golden Silver Age, she's made of clay, brought to life. Or are we gonna do um I think the present day one, the current the new fifty two one, she's actually a um. She's basically uh, made from Hippolyta and uh, I think that's her mom's name. Yeah, and, and uh, Zeus. And Zeus. Yeah, that's, uh, I think they'll go with that one. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you can do both. That's what the new one does. Because like the, in the new one, they always said she was made of clay. That's what the mom said. That was just her excuse to keep people from knowing that she slept with Zeus. Ah, uh, okay. Where's, the, where's this, the old Zeus I used to know who would turn into goats and pick up chicks? <laughs> <laughs> he, he grew up. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, I, I always loved. You know why Hera's? Um, this is this is history time. Why Hera's uh, animal is the peacock? Why? Well, there's a story of Zeus having sex with some woman that wasn't Hera. Yes, you're going to say having sex with a peacock. <laughs> no, having, like, like as all stories of Greek mythology begin, Zeus was getting freaky somewhere, uh-huh, and Hera was trying to catch him. Mm-hmm. So she sends out a beast that has a hundred eyes, and, like, it would fall asleep with half of them open, and oh, then yeah. it would fall asleep with the other half open. So it was always, it always had at least one eye, or 50, on the area where the, she knew Zeus was, Mercury had snuck in and told him basically, "Dude, don't leave. Um, Hera's watching, yeah, and we want to make sure that you know you don't you don't get caught with this. We got to keep the family together." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what he does is he goes out and he runs around and basically plays with the dog, plays with the the one hundred eyed dog until that dog falls asleep. Like it it exhausts Mercury exhausts it. Mm-hmm. And it, it falls asleep. It, all 100 eyes fall asleep. And Zeus comes out and kills it. Aww. And then escapes. You have to kill it? And then Hera took the eyes of that dog and put them in a bird. And that's why the peacock. And that's why only peacocks are the ones with the plumage and not the peahen. Ah, uh, okay. Like, that's the way they basically explained it. And, that, and that's why the peacock is most notably affiliated with Hera is because it was her dog. Uh, okay. That's cool. I like our mythology, a corner. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a little thing. I didn't know any of that when I was younger. And in sixth grade, I did like a presentation on like Greek and mythos and all that. Uh-huh. So I had to look up a lot. The only knowledge I had beforehand is what I learned from Disney's Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> it was very off. That's oh, what, yeah. That, you, you needed that, to w- that whole movie is very off. It's like a. If it was Vegas, I'm almost like... So. There's a lot of things that happen in Greece mythology that a sixth grader should not find out. Yeah, you... Like, like, Let alone share with the rest of his class. Like, you, <laughs> should, like you should have watched uh, Hercules' the Legendary Journeys to get better acquainted with history. <laughs> That's true. It's a little oh. bit of a middle ground. Yeah. Um, it still explains that, that like, Hercules is half-god because he, he slept with some other person. Mm. But... <laughs> But I mean, yeah, like like six six. So after Zeus had sex with his fortieth concubine, <laughs> that is where we get Jason of Jason and the Argonauts fame. <laughs> what happened was, I had like my presentation written out on cards, and when I got to the part with with the raping and all that, <laughs> I'm like, I I'm not sure I can share this. So I had my friend who was holding up like the board, like just here, can you read this part? I'm like raped her. <laughs> <laughs> I've never killed her. That's not, like, like that's terrible. Just in in the text of what we're what we're talking about, but like, yeah, that is Jeez. kind of funny. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. That's, it's, that's, it's, all the, that's, that's all the that's all the myths are, man. Freaking Hercules killing his family by accident because he's drunk. Yeah, kills his best friend because he's drunk. Kills everybody because he's drunk. I think they kind of made him drunk in God of War three, which is why I kind of liked. Him. Yeah, I did and then like the fact it. that they got Kevin Sorbo to to do, even though Kevin Sorbo kind of became like a religious. Jerk. Him and Hulk Hogan got weird. <laughs> yeah, they they got weird after don't a word it like that. <laughs> well, not together. I don't, I don't care if you think if you take it the wrong way. That's even better. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'll, 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 I don't know. You'll allow it. Yeah, it's 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 just. Oh, well, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Um. Oh. Uh, also, for some reason, some people that were attending, I guess, they were attending the the New York Comic Con. Mm-hmm. They got. They got postcards that just said Civil War, and it had a picture of the new Captain America and the new Iron Man going at it. But, like, the date was, like, of, like, the movie. So, I'm like, are they going to make, like, another Civil War comic and tie it in so that they can build hype for the movie? Oh, God. Probably. I, I really hope not. I hope they do it just so they can have a really hilarious, um, like, Civil War 2 colon, like, something really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Civil War 2, The Reckoning. <laughs> Civil Civil War Two Civil Warrior Civil War oh, Crap oh. That sounds like a great superhero to come out of this Oh yeah The Civil the Warrior Civil Warrior That'd be great <laughs> Oh man Oh my god <laughs> That has to be the name of this episode Civil War Two The, the Civil, Civil Warrior. Warrior I was just gonna say Civil War Two This again <laughs> I was going Die Hard too, and, like, and something uh, magical came out. 
God. Oh, um, can we talk about the, the Inhumans and the Terrigen Mists and all the weird stuff that's going on with that? Oh, yeah. yeah that's, mm-hmm. that's pretty hilarious. Uh, part of you is just going to say, no. <laughs> oh, okay, bye. Moving on. <laughs> just just, just hit, the, hit the mic out of my hand. <laughs> I need to get my, my, my Inception button back just that way. No. <laughs> uh, but anyway, the, the Terrigen Mists. Yeah, well, that whole thing is because... You know, if you follow comics, uh, Marvel's been trying to stealth, get rid of mutants, and replace them with Inhumans, mm. since they um. own the rights to Inhumans, but they don't own the rights to the mutants, mm. and they basically want to f over the companies that own them. <laughs> and like, like when they killed the actors of the new Fantastic Four movie in a comic. <laughs> oh yeah, it was a Punisher well, comic. They killed everybody except Michael B. Jordan. They because they actually like him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, he was in Chronicle. It was a good movie. It was, it was yeah. a good show. Yeah. It was a good- uh, <laughs> Yeah. Well, they've been slowly doing that for a while now, and like how they they made it so that uh, Quicksilver and uh, Scarlet, Witch. Scarlet Witch aren't even mutants, and then they, you know, they made uh, the girl in in uh, Agents of Shield a inhuman instead of what she was before, which was just you know a metahuman. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, the Terrigen Mist basically got spread all over the Earth. And it's been getting worse and worse. And apparently, uh, once it comes back to the all new, all different, because there's, there's a couple of comics now that have. They show what's going to be happening, but they don't really go too in-depth because it's not out yet. Right. And, yeah, it's basically going to take over the entire Earth. It's going to spread so that it's just everywhere. And uh, one of the things that they're pointing out is on top of making... Because, uh, uh, basically, certain people... It's just like mutants, basically. But instead of having a mutant gene, you have, like, a, a Cree gene or whatever. Whatever they have that makes you inhuman, you have a little bit of that. You're like... Like, the, like uh, white people, when they see that, like, 2% Cherokee or whatever, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you're 2% Cree, and then if the, if the mist hits you, it's enough to, to make you transform and get new powers. Mm-hmm. And uh, But one of the things that it's also doing is it interacts with mutants in a, in a negative way. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so uh, some mutants get exposed to it, and then they just die, or they get really sick. Uh, I think Rogue was one of them that got hit with it, and then I think they, they cured it by getting... Uh, Terrigen mist itself and giving her more for some reason and that helped her. I don't know. It's weird, but but on on top of that, it's also it, it's not only killing mutants. It's apparently also making uh, people that are dormant mutants that haven't uh, you know uh, come to their powers yet. Mm-hmm. Basically, their powers never activate, and it's making it so that new new mutants can't be born. It's basically it's basically sterilizing existing mutants. My my only my only problem with this idea is if if this gives any mutant more power. I'm calling BS. Because <laughs> as we all know, one of the biggest characters in the Marvel Universe mm-hmm. is an Inhuman and a Mutant. The, the, the Beyonder. Beyond, the Beyonder. One of the most mm-hmm. effed up characters. Yep. So freaking broken. And so it's like, I'm like, if you make a mutant that suddenly becomes Inhuman, that's going to be... And you make him like like a like a wuss? Yeah. Like, you can't do that. No, it's going to be really ridiculous. Yeah, and then... um. And also, the only thing that makes this that, that I'm kind of scared about is my favorite Inhuman is actually the only Inhuman that didn't get the Terragon Mist. Oh, right, right. Mm-hmm. Karnak, Karnak never got it because his brother turned into like a big blob of slime. Yeah. And his parents were afraid that the same was going to happen to him. So they just sent him out to learn. And that's why he got the ability to like find the weak spot in anything. Mm. Which I I, gen, I, I yeah, love. it's like anything. Like he'll, if he's fighting you, he'll, he'll know. Like you, you had a you, you had an injury there when you were three, so I can hit you right there, and it'll break easy. And it's not even people either. You can show him battle plans, and he'll and say, you'll "There's go, like, like four weeks." Yeah, yeah. Like if you fortify this, or else you'll get taken out completely. Like <laughs> you can look at a building and be like, "That that shot is weak." Yeah, we can, we, we can get right through that part of the wall. There's, there's nothing there. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like that's how badass Karnak is, and it's like, but it's like if you make it to where the mist like. It's him. I'm like, yeah. Oh God. Well, the, oh, that would suck if he. Well, he's in his own comic, so it could it could end up being that where he gets his, he gets powers. Mm. But um, yeah. Like I was wondering if that's if that's what it is. If that's what makes certain mutants like start dying from it. Like mm. I'm wondering maybe like Rogue or somebody is gonna turn out to be like that. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Maybe the, maybe the mutants that have powers that hurt them instead of help them are part inhuman, and that's why. Maybe. That'd be kind of interesting. <laughs> You're a mutant that's three part alien. Hurrah. Yeah. <laughs> it turns out your inhuman ability is the same thing as your mutant ability, but now you're an inhuman. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no other difference. <laughs> Come to our movies. 
<laughs> can they do that? Can they just turn mutants into hum- inhumans? All the mutants are now inhumans. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like a copyright board or whatever. But no, but the the, the character will still... I'm, like, because that's the weird thing about... Yeah, it's weird. I always still want to know, like, I wonder who... Like, now they... And then late, recently in comics, they made it to where Magneto might not be their dad anymore. Oh, he's not. Like, um, is, is it the wizard? No, it was something weird. It was it was their original parents, the ones that... If you ever read the original comics about them, it was supposed uh-huh. to be these, these this one family. Uh-huh. But then later it was revealed that it was actually Magneto. Uh-huh. Turns out it wasn't either of those things. It was the... Uh, it was it the original parents, but they were modified by uh, what is that guy's name? He's this guy that that is always trying to like uh, the high evolutionary. Oh, okay. He recently modified them, was trying to make them in, in, uh, better. Oh, okay. Like he actually did it again to uh, Quicksilver, so I think they used that because like there was a comic where they fought that guy and he basically modified uh, Quicksilver and changed them even made them faster and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they kind of use that idea as like, he did that even when you were a baby. That's why he was so interested in you and did it again to you when you got older. That's because I always remember that one comic when, uh, when like, um, I forget I forget who it was, but they're fighting. Um, but he's like basically trying to mess with Scarlet Witch. He's like, I will hurt everybody in your bloodline. And all of a sudden you see like Quicksilver go, and he like drops to the floor. Yeah, and then yeah. Magneto's right there. And he's like, I think it was actually Scarlet Witch that did that. <laughs> I think Scarlet Witch was angry or something. I think she said something along those lines. Yeah. That's what happened. He's looking at Magneto and he's like, mm-hmm. huh? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just as surprised as you are. <laughs> I mean, because he thought they were. It wasn't like he was lying to them. Yeah. Uh, oh, um, especially Pietro. Like, I mean, you got a kid with, with white hair just like you. Kind of like... Pietro looks so much like Magneto. And then to find out that's not your kid. What the, look at that. <laughs> right. He, he really does look like him. <laughs> Although I guess saying gray hair isn't a good enough excuse, but still. Yeah. I mean, even that eyebrow, like that's, he, they got that same kind of frow, like, like the same kind of face. like like the, They got the same uh, RB, RBF. I, I always liked the reasoning for why Quicksilver uh, is such a jerk. Like he basically said that he's... He's like that one version of the Flash where where everybody's everybody's slow compared to him, mm-hmm. and he's always like that. Mm-hmm. That's basically how he is because it's part of his his his, uh, his actual biology that he's sped up like that. So it's not like you can just turn it off off and on. Right. And he said it. He said, "Have you ever been uh, in line behind somebody at the ATM, and you're next, but they just don't know how to work the ATM machine, and you're just waiting, and they're just like messing up again?" He goes, "That's everyone to me. <laughs> I'm just waiting for you guys to hurry up, like." <laughs> <laughs> if I come off as rude, it's because I just can't stop. Like, say what you're gonna say. Let's go. I have no patience. Yeah, seriously. It's um reminds me of Simpsons. Uh, when after after Chief Wiggum and the other cops go and see uh, Tito Puente and he plays that awesome song for them. He's like, oh, yeah. well, I hope all of our, our suspects are as fun as this. And then he goes to Crystal Skinner. Hmm. Now let me see. Let me. Let me think. Ah, <laughs> that is Quicksilver all the time. Exactly. Just, just hurry up. If uh, I just leaves mid sentence and comes back. Oh yeah, I spent I spent all week pretty much. Well, I did some playing, but I ended up watching a lot of it. The the um the Defenders two pre alpha is out now. Oh yeah, yeah. I've I, seen I've seen it available like on PS4. Yeah, I love the yeah. first one and. Uh, Two is interesting because it's gonna be free, uh-huh. but you can get it oh. right. You can get it right now, which is pre-alpha, and you have to pay for it if you do that. But mm-hmm. then you get it, you know, now, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it's it, it's pretty good. It's pretty great. If you like the first game, you're you're probably gonna like it. Mm-hmm. Um, it has some stuff where you feel like, okay, this is. Uh, I see where they're gonna try to get their money from. You know, the, yeah, the yeah. timers and things, yeah. dailies and all that stuff, and you know, you, get, you can get a key and you can get it by fighting like hard bosses, or you could just pay us money, like all, all that kind of stuff. But nothing, nothing too bad, nothing too important. Freemium okay. game. Yeah, <laughs> nothing too bad, nothing too important, and it's it's fun. It's it's in pre-alpha, so expect a lot of crashes and weird stuff. And like the whole time we were playing it, we just kept saying pre-alpha, yeah. <laughs> Re- restarted, close the app. It's probably probably best to wait for beta. Probably, but it's it's still fun. It's still worth it. I think if you like the game, mm-hmm. uh, not a ton of levels, like three, eleven or twelve. But there's so many difficulties to it. And and for people who do don't know, like Dungeon Defenders is kind of like a Dota. Uh, no, like, or, no, 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 it's well, it's, it kind of it has the lanes kind of thing yeah. going on, but it, it's more of an RTS um, uh, mixed with like third person action. Like huh. you, well, 
just defend the crystal from the beings that are coming at you. Yeah, it's, it's one of the multiplayer. Yeah, it's one of those tower defense. There, there we go. go. Yeah, it's a tower defense. Uh, tower defense, but it's also third person action because you can move around. You're a character also, so you can constantly be moving and, and uh, fighting the monsters also, and mm-hmm. depending on your towers. I think a good I think a good sort of um, thought of it is like um, brutal legend. Kind of, yeah. Because you got that RTS oh, yeah. strategy where you move around, you fight the things, um, although you don't build anything in terms of how Brutal Legend did that. But you can, but you yourself are the one that moves around, fights the enemies, makes sure that, that nothing hurts what you're trying to defend, and like, yeah, even, yeah. Even, even if they do hurt it, 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 it itself has a life bar. So, Yeah, yeah and, can, and if you don't mind replaying the, the same stages, because I guess they only have like 11 or 12, yeah. there's a lot of replay value. Like I said, it... it Every stage has normal and then a hard. Yeah. And then once you get to level 20, there's level 20 versions and they have normal and hard. Then we get 25, there's 25 versions, normal, hard, and then another mode. No, no, I'm sorry. Then there's plus, plus, and then pl- it's like plus, 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 and then another mode that's harder than that. <laughs> Does it stop? <laughs> so there's a lot of, if you don't mind playing the same stages, there's a lot of replay value. Okay. And, it, and it's basically always online, but you can do private rooms and just solo or do it with your friend. Mm. Oh I'm like, yeah, you take it, take it in private. Yes, you can do, do it with, with your, your friend. friend. <laughs> um, only problem is it doesn't have. I like the four-player co-op there was before, and it's still there, but now it's just two, uh, two, two-player, uh, two-player split-screen, four-player online. Oh okay. But, but on the upside, it runs a lot better because it used to. La- the first game lagged like crazy on even two-player, much less four-player. But th- this one is is smooth. And considering it's it's still pre-alpha. Yeah. We can. It, it's it, it's surprisingly it, not one of the problems. It, it, well, that's yeah. good. The funny thing was, was that when I first saw it, like on PS4 in the store, um, I looked at it and I was like, oh, cool. But I didn't like it as much as you guys. You guys played the hell out of it. We played I, I watched, so much of I, it. I watched you guys play so much of it. I thought it was awesome nuts. Like, for a second, because it was another download game. It was another um, defense thing. Because, yeah. like, one person. So it's like, oh, ooh, Dungeon Defenders. Oh, wait. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be fun to watch, but like, yeah. I mean, oh. I think I think I even have two characters on on our friend Andy's original Dungeon Defenders, mm-hmm. but like they're like level four, level <laughs> level five. Like, oh. Your guys are all maxed out because you oh, guys yeah. played it constantly. I was like, I do this a couple of times. Uh, yeah, me and Andy even kept playing after everybody else stopped. <laughs> we, we used to play online. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, ah, eh, whatever. Yeah. Um, um, especially when freaking Kono took my idea for a He took my, he, like, he made uh, Abansur. I was like, uh, no! Nice. Like, he made, the, he made a bald, I think it was, I think the monk class? Yeah. He made a bald monk, I red ma- skin, with a green outfit, named him Abansur. I'm like, no, that was my... I just made, I just, I just made one <laughs> and I named him Krillin. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot. I love, I love trying to come up with names. I came up with another name. I can't remember what it was. It was pretty funny, though. Oh, it was... Uh, what is the what's the archer from uh, Lord of the Rings? Oh, Legolas. Legolas. Yeah, yeah. Just it was a girl, so I named her Lego Lass, and I put a space in the middle. Uh, <laughs> Legless Lego Lego Lass eating a eating an ego. <laughs> that's, uh, that's exactly the naming scheme I'm doing with uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse that I finally got to play. I made a Namekian, and I figured, okay, there's Piccolo. That's an instrument. I'll name I'll name mine Alto Sax. <laughs> I just, I just named my favorite. He's the best damn saxophone you've done ever. Seen. It's just, it's just, it's just instruments for them. It's uh, uh, vegetables for the for Saiyans, 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 right? Humans are just humans. So I, I guess made a just... boo girl and I named her Majin Bell. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> I don't think it's a naming scheme. There's only one boo, but yeah, they don't have a naming <laughs> scheme yet. It uh, works. <laughs> you see that picture of uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Um, Satan, uh, Hercule, whatever, with the going Super Saiyan. Yeah, going Super Saiyan in the next episode. My fan fictions come to life. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure it's just going to be like a, his explanation for how he beat whoever. He, I don't care what the explanation is. I just love it seeing it. Uh, have, have you seen the death battle? They had a death battle between uh, Mr. Satan and uh, and Dan Tabiki. Really? Yeah. Very interesting. Well, they do both win things that they shouldn't be able to win. Yeah. yeah. Didn't Dan win like CBS too? And he he beats Sagat, and uh, like canonically he beats Sagat. Yeah. Did he? Mm-hmm. He so, didn't kill him, but he did defeat him. When did he beat him? I'm not sure, I'm not sure when. Sure. I want to say it was in one of the alphas. Huh. But um, interesting. So they got lost to him like 
on purpose, like out of pity. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because I mean, his dad, his dad died to him. Yeah. yeah. So it's like he's like whatever. I'm just gonna go back to sleep next to the giant lady statue here in Thailand. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, what is the name of the guy that makes the uh, the ghost house videos? Film cow. Film cow. They have a book out coming out now. Yeah. My brother just showed me that. This the Ghost House day. Guide to Ghosts. Ghosts. <laughs> it's, on, it's on Etsy. You can buy it. I really want to buy it. And I really hope it comes with the whole package that he advertised. Because he says it comes with the book. <laughs> I don't think so. I looked a Pokemon Etsy. card and a Pog. <laughs> and, he, and, he says, and he guarantees that you're not going to get like an energy card. Because he says that's something that a ghost would do. <laughs> that's why you got to read the book so you know what ghosts are like. It appealed to me too because the card was a holographic a, ghastly too. Right? So I'm like, oh, that just you can't promise a cool Pokemon card and give you give the, everybody an energy card. Well, here's the, here's the thing: <laughs> he can't promise that Pokemon card. Yeah, I know. He said a Pokemon. Yeah, card. I know. You might get trainer potion, but it makes sense to get ah. like a it makes sense to get like a ghost card. Yeah, <laughs> gonna, yeah. but I mean, I'm just saying that that, that doesn't that means that you're not gonna get. Um, an energy, but that doesn't mean you you won't get the Professor Oak trainer card. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think I once got a holographic Professor Oak trainer card, and I was like, this is the worst thing imaginable. Because it promised me one holographic in the well, booster pack. Well, it was holographic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh-huh. I'm like, why do you make holographic trainer cards? <laughs> they give you a holographic. They, don't. they hol- only make holographic oaks. <laughs> they give you a holographic energy card. <laughs> I've seen those. T- That's a thing. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a few holographic energy Jeez. cards. I think I saw a holographic double colorless energy. Mm. So I was like, I was like, well, at least it's the double one. <laughs> I think I've had that one. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I think the rarest Pokemon card I ever saw. A friend of mine when I was in high school. Uh, remember, remember the original Pikachu card? How he had yellow cheeks, but if he had red cheeks, it was rare. Uh, I don't remember that, but go for go on. <laughs> like yeah, like, like the original Pikachu, it was it was fat Pikachu, like you know, like the way he yeah, was I love in red fat and blue. Pikachu. And his his cheeks were yellow. However, there were some cards that were that were his cheeks were red. If his cheeks were red, that was a defect, and it was worth more. Huh. There was also a Pikachu card that was given out um, as a promotion, I think, from Nintendo Power. That was an E3 promotion. Had a little E3 foil on it. My friend got the E3 foil Pikachu with red cheeks. <laughs> that <laughs> we were, bastard. We were like, what the fuck? I mean, I'm pretty sure now. In it's, this like, day, it's like having a Charizard. Yeah, exactly. But in my mind, I'm like now I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't even know if Pokemon cards are are worth a lot of scratch. Occasionally they are. Most of the time they're not. You ever yeah, see so your friend work a day in his life? He's a he's a geologist and I think Indiana. But have you so seen no. him do it? <laughs> <laughs> it's not real work. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I apologize to all geologists listening to the podcast. Man. Please disregard that geologist. <laughs> Geology rocks. Geology rocks. <sighs> okay, I'm going to go I'm, through I'm all ashamed the- for both of you. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. <laughs> just, just now? <laughs> okay, let me just... I'm just going to run through all the comics I just, I've been reading. I've been catching up on. He's got a list of stuff. Real quick. Uh, Spider-Man started. The, mm-hmm. the all new, all different, even though this doesn't this, this ended yet, but, but they're jumping into all new, all different. Oh, yeah. Where he freaking made that watch that gives internet and then made Spider-Man have a cameo in his own yep. commercial. Yeah. He's, he's basically super... He's basically like freaking... Uh, um, Apple now. <laughs> even in my friendly neighborhood, like, uh, and even the, even the stuff, even the apps on the thing are are freaking uh, Peter Parker or Spider Man related. Like nice. this guy said, uh, uh, let me Parker scope this, <laughs> like just all that kind of stuff. And yeah, uh, he's he's basically setting himself up as uh, I think he called himself the ch- uh, a cheap man's Tony Stark or something like that. Uh-huh. And he means literally because he's taking almost no money from like he, his company's worth a lot of money, but he's still uh, and he has like all this cool stuff now, but he, he, his uh, his salary wage is low, so uh-huh. he costs low. That's what he says. Uh-huh. And he started like a foundation for Uncle Ben, where it's like Uncle Ben helps ki- helps kids. Yeah, he's uh, he's traveling around. Um, uh, he's got like, a freaking spider car again, mm. but it's actually really bad. It's basically the tank from from uh, Arkham City. Nice, <laughs> but a Spider Man car that can go up, up you know. On walls or ceilings, and he actually knows how to drive now because he has the money to afford a personal tutor. Yeah, who also speaks Chinese, so he has to learn Chinese from him while driving. Apparently, <laughs> he said he was multitasking. 
Uh, he's got multiple webbings, and some of them do all kinds of crazy stuff. He's got all kinds of stuff going on. I'm like, oh my god, Peter Parker has his own Kato. I love it. Yeah. That, that first <laughs> issue is, is totally worth getting because it's so long. It's such a big first issue. That sounds amazing. Um, it's, like, it's like an annual. And I, I don't want to really spoil it, but there's a return of a villain, and it's pretty crazy, and there's some other stuff going on that oh. is totally worth reading. Mm-hmm. Um, all New and Humans, they kind of they, they kind of showed some stuff from that. It wasn't like a full issue, but it was an issue. There was an issue of a comic where they basically go through all the new, all, all different, what's going to go on with those. Mm-hmm. All New and Humans looks, looks interesting. It's kind of like the Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but with uh, or, or, or like a mutant thing, but with Inhumans. Mm. They're basically just traveling around to whenever a new Inhuman gets born he's put in the um, cocoon and help them deal with their new powers uh, and it's pretty cool and it's starring Crystal who's a character that I always kind of thought should have gotten more you know done with her character uh-huh. and she got a new haircut there was an Avengers thing showing all the Avengers teams and there's a freaking ton of them and uh, just kind of hints at all, all of them and mm-hmm. they did cool uh, uh, Grayson's been really good again it's gotten really interesting since uh, he basically went back to Gotham he almost quit being you know, Grayson working for that secret. Yeah, yeah. If you know what's going on with Grayson, he's basically, he, he got outed. Yeah. And everyone knew who he was. So then he had to go into like a, he's, he's undercover uh, thanks to Batman and, and working at like a super secret spy organization that might be evil. Hmm. And uh, a lot of stuff was going on. He was getting owned a lot and it kind of kind of bugged me to watch him just kind of suck a lot. <laughs> but now he's kind of turned the tables and now he's kind of in charge. He's kind of, you know, he knows what he's doing. He knows what's really going on. He's mm-hmm. kind of working against him now. Um, and he got to meet Superman and Batman that has no memory. It's kind of him running into all the changes. He's mm-hmm. been gone. Um, a siege was just amazing as usual. It it ended now, but it ended on a real high note. Really, really works into the whole Civil War thing. Uh, but the new Batman is working with the Justice League, which is kind of interesting. Um, they showed they showed how Daredevil's getting his uh, sidekick. Uh-huh. It's I don't know it's kind of weird I'll, I'll see how I see where it goes basically it's just a guy mm. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be somebody you know and he was gonna take him under the wing it's just some guy that built a suit that he can go invisible oh okay and he's trying to find somebody to teach him how to fight crime mm-hmm. and a Daredevil kind of makes sense because he could see him even when he was invisible yeah, that's true that's you know? true yeah. uh, Doom showed up at the last last page of the Iron Man comic uh, just just normal with a fixed face huh. And I don't know idea what's going on because it hasn't even ended yet, so we don't even know what happens to Doom at the end of the event. Uh, <laughs> speaking of the Iron Man comic, his, his, the way he transforms now, he's got like a Power Rangers watch. <laughs> he puts it like this, and every, there's like a Power Ranger. He just <laughs> activates it. And yeah. I, I am now the biggest Doctor Doom fan. <laughs> no, I like Doom Iron Man has it. Oh, shit. Yeah. He, he, needs, to have a, he needs to have a cheesy cheesy line going into it like you know if you ever watch the best Power Rangers always had it. there was it's Morphin Time or Go Galactic yeah. or it's Iron Time no? yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> I want to I hear like the Big Bad Big Bad Beetleborgs theme yeah. but with Iron Man Iron Blast <laughs> uh, Okay, uh, uh, the new Avengers, the the new I guess the new new Avengers, they're new, they're, new. they're gonna be fighting against the ultimate uh, ultimate universe Reed Richards, which oh, if God. you know that guy, he's terrifying. He's that shit crazy. I, I, I don't think that's a very strong. The new Avengers team seems like one of the weaker Avengers teams. I don't know how they're gonna pull that off because ultimate Reed Richards is scary. <laughs> uh, uh, Contest of Champions looks pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's uh, based on a mobile game. Uh-huh. So it's basically just. Uh, you know, a bunch of characters from across the multiverse uh, being forced to fight, uh, and there's like a summoner that's that you know he gets to win or lose, and it's the whole thing. It kind of reminds me of that Avengers uh, anime that came out. Remember where like those kids had those coins that could oh, yeah. summon Avengers, and like they, one had Wasp, one had Spider Man, one had Captain America. Yeah, what was that called? That was a weird show. It was like, for, and then and then it was it was it, they even looked like. The American Avengers cartoon too, like it didn't yeah. look like um, like like they just made their own version of Wasp. Like it looked like the Wasp from Avengers Assemble. Like I like how they had Spider Man in that, even though it was supposed to be Avengers. Yeah, and he be, he even says like, "Is it okay for me to, to join this? Like, is that cool? <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm popular in Japan. Is that all right?" <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. an interesting show. It was obviously made for kids, but it wasn't too bad. Yeah, uh, it was weird seeing Agent Coulson as an anime character. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's that's pretty much everything. It's, you know, I love recently. I was learning about how um, the current Ms. Marvel, mm-hmm. uh, how she she out nerded Coulson. <laughs> really? Like um, it was like he 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 had a bunch of stuff that that were confiscated from different things, 
and he had I forget whose gun it was, but she's like, "Oh, that's the original of this one, and not the cheesy butter." He's like, "No, that's the cheesy." Da-. He's like, "No, this one has a longer barrel. The other one has more of a snub nose to it." And da-da-da. like, Damn. like <laughs> she like basically like explained exactly why it was that specific gun and not the one that Colson yeah. thought it was, and I was like, "You go, <laughs> <laughs> you go, girl." Yeah. By the way, that was the best. <laughs> I told you right about that. That one mutant whose whose name was that? That was the best name for a mutant ever. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. The, the teleporter named You Go Girl. Yeah, she's a teleporter. Her <laughs> name was You You Go Girl. Uh, she's dead now. Aww. <laughs> Is she? Yeah. Oh. Get me all excited about the Edit that out. Edit that out. She's fine. They could bring her back. She sends her love. They could bring her back after she's walking in the store she, right now. She hasn't. She hasn't been around long enough for people to care about bringing her back. This is D Man all over again. No one wants D Man back. <laughs> uh, she wants the D Man. He was the man. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. You invited me to this. I'm, I'm, hang, I'm hanging up my headphones. This is your fault. Don't don't hang them up yet. You'll cause massive feedback. Uh. Uh, do you not know how audio equipment works? Uh. No. <laughs> Okay. Well, I think we're done for this week's episode. Um, tune in next week when you might find out, I don't know, other stuff that we learned just at the same time as you do. We just, I was we at all along. We don't learn it until this week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> Otherwise, you're getting your news super late because like, we found it out two weeks ago. <laughs> anyway, this is Isaiah. Uh, Dan. This is Miguel. Uh, telling you, take care. You guys have a enjoy yourselves. Have a wonderful time. Bye now. <laughs>